Welcome to Trauma and Pop Culture, a monthly podcast where we seek to make knowledge about trauma accessible to the everyday person through analyzing books, movies, TV shows, and other elements of popular culture through a trauma lens. I'm Katherine Spearing, and I'm a trauma recovery coach. I also have a master's degree in religion and cultures and work with survivors of trauma on a regular basis. A word about popular culture. This could be material from modern times, like a Taylor Swift song, or it could be something really old that has retained its relevance over time, like Shakespeare. On most of the episodes on trauma and pop culture, I'll be bringing other mental health professionals into the conversation, but occasionally it'll just be me. While we will be sharing general information about trauma, we are not diagnosing anyone, which is one of the reasons we'll likely stick to fiction most of the time. Please be advised that every discussion assumes everyone has listened to or read or watched said popular item. Expect spoilers around every corner. Occasionally, we'll record these episodes while drinking or eating, so you'll often hear us discuss our food and beverage choices. Just wanted to give you a heads up. If you have questions about trauma or a show or movie or anything you think would be great to analyze, send it to traumaandpopculture at gmail.com. As I mentioned, I am a trauma recovery coach who also works with clients one-on-one. If you're interested in working with me, you can visit my website, katherinespearing.com slash coaching for more information and use the contact form to reach out. While you're on my website, you can sign up for my monthly mailing list, where I'll send out more tidbits about trauma, what popular culture stories I have found helpful on my own trauma recovery journey, plus a few other things you might enjoy. While the tone of this podcast is mostly lighthearted and fun, we will be discussing trauma. There might be some elements that are activating, especially if you're a trauma survivor. So move slow, take care of yourself. If you find yourself overwhelmed, you can always take a break and come back later. Hi everybody, today we are talking about trauma and Princess Di. Princess Diana. So I got really into the royal family and watching stuff about the royal family over Christmas this year. And I think one of the reasons why is because I am estranged from most of my immediate family, most of my biological family. And so I don't usually spend the holidays with my family. And it's hit and miss whether or not that's difficult or not. In general, I don't typically find it difficult because being with them is more difficult. And so I tend to be a little bit more grateful that I'm not with my family around the holidays. And I end up just spending time with friends and it ends up being very restful and relaxing. And most people don't actually get rest and relaxing around the holidays. But but I, I started watching like so much stuff about the royal family around the holidays because I think there was something just like really cathartic about seeing another family that was a total disaster and and just being like, oh, and it's the royal family and they are so fucked up and it's the royal family. And it's like, if the royal family's fucked up, it makes sense that my family's fucked up. So I think I just found it really cathartic. I've watched a lot of stuff around the royal family. I watched the, I think it started a couple years ago watching the interview with Oprah and Meghan and Harry. And then I watched the Meghan and Harry docuseries, which then made me remember that I had never finished The Crown. And so I started watching The Crown. And then I was done with The Crown, finished it, 
binge the whole thing, realized that I wanted to watch more about the royal family. And so I watched Spencer, which is starring Kristen Stewart. She was amazing in that film. And that film was really well done. I was very impressed. It won a lot of rewards. After I watched it, I see why. And then I followed that up with another documentary on Princess Die. that was just about Princess Die. And then I started with listening to Meghan Markle's podcast. And so I have watched a lot about the royal family as of late. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about related to trauma was specifically the trauma of Princess Di. And as I am listening to the stories about Princess Di from Harry, talking about his mother, listening to or watching these fictional versions of Princess Di in The Crown and in Spencer, there is a pattern you know, some of these are fiction, some of this is like a son, a young son remembering his mother, video clips and magazine articles and other people's perspective of Princess Di and the culture in general of British culture in general seems to think that Princess Di was very dramatic. And I have a few British friends who have, have expressed that to me, that they think that she was really dramatic. Uh, and then the, so those same things were said about Meghan Markle that she was trying to get attention. And, and the pattern of the story about Princess Di and the themes and the threads that were common throughout all of these stories were things like people calling her crazy and people saying she was dramatic and she was too emotional and she couldn't handle it. And a lot of, of common things that get said about victims, about trauma survivors, about abuse survivors. They're crazy. They're dramatic. They're trying to get attention. That is often what is said about survivors. So that's a common thread that I'm just noticing and pointing out to you. I have also heard recently that some psychologists think that Princess Di had borderline personality disorder. I don't know Princess Di. I've never sat down with her and talk to her. Even if I did talk to her, even if she were a client of mine, I probably wouldn't be equipped to diagnose her officially, though I might have some suspicions. But borderline personality disorder is a common misdiagnosis for trauma survivors. Trauma survivors often get classified as borderline when really what they're exhibiting is trauma and a trauma response. And a lot of the portrayals of Princess Di, it is my opinion that she married into this high-profile family with her own childhood trauma and then experienced extreme trauma in the family, at the hands of the family. Mostly, I would say it was neglect and people not willing to listen to her or help her. And then with the stories of Meghan Markle, and how she went through the exact same thing, having a very difficult time with how the media was treating her. And the royal family just ignored her and told her to put on a happy face and did not protect her and did not defend her. And she was required to pay all of this loyalty to the family, but then the family was not doing the same for her. So there are patterns, there are themes that seem to be repeating themselves. I think that 
Harry and Meghan have a much better understanding of trauma itself. And that's common for our generation. Our generation is is growing up with more awareness of trauma and how it shows up. And they are actively doing things to, to deal with the trauma in their own lives. And they have resources that Princess Di did not have. Plus, they have each other. Princess Di didn't have anybody. It was just her all by herself going through everything that she went through alone. This woman experienced a lot of trauma. One pivotal part of the docuseries was when they interviewed Tyler Perry. And he talked about when Megan called him from Canada for help when they were trying to leave Canada before the borders closed down because of COVID. And she got on the phone and she just started sobbing. And, and Tyler Perry said that he had been around enough battered women that when he heard Megan's voice, he said, she's a battered woman. She's been emotionally abused. They both have been, emos- both Harry and Megan have been emotionally abused by the media. The way that they have been treated is abuse. And they are, they are abuse survivors. They're abuse victims. And it, it's so true. Just the, the level of, of spin from the media on Harry and Megan, it, it's absolutely 100% emotional abuse, if not many other things. And to think that Princess Di went through that alone without resources, like, I mean, I don't know if she had a therapist. I don't know if she had a psychologist. We didn't, PTSD was not a diagnosis until the 80s. Like, this was happening late 80s, early 90s. I doubt anybody knew anything about trauma around that time. I don't, I doubt anyone was talking to Princess Di about trauma and trying to help her address the trauma that she was carrying in her body while she was continuing, continually becoming re-traumatized. I cannot speak to her marriage. I cannot speak to anything other than the patterns within these stories and the threads within these stories and the way that she was treated and the comparison of the way she was treated versus the way that Megan and Harry have been treated. Um, there are a lot of mixed opinions and people say they're just trying to make money and they say one thing like leave us alone and then they go on and make $25,000 from a podcast, $25 million, excuse me, from a podcast. I mean, they're celebrities. So they have a higher price point. They're celebrities. Plus, they have a very expensive lifestyle that they have to maintain for their own protection and their own safety and their own security. They're not getting money from the royal family anymore. And the lifestyle is not just about luxury. It is about safety. So personally, don't have a problem with them making money. And I think they're doing good things and doing good work. And I think that they have put on a pretty great recovery They've experienced a pretty good recovery in the face of a lot of just horrible attention and horrible, horrible things being said about them. And I'm just, I mean, I just think of people that I don't really like, like, I don't like Trump. I don't like Elon Musk. I don't, I don't like these people, but I don't want them to be dehumanized. I want them to be exposed, but I don't want them to be dehumanized. And I think what has happened to Megan and Harry, and to some extent, Princess Di was dehumanizing. And, and so even if people that I don't like, I still want them to be treated with dignity. And I actually like Megan and Harry. 
and do not think that they have been treated with dignity and with by a lot of British media. And so, yeah, it's just it's just awful. And to think that Princess Di went through that alone without support, without the resources that we have today makes me really sad. And I think that she she was a very traumatized human. And some of her reactions, outbursts that are recorded, their trauma responses. Okay, not okay. I don't know, but they're trauma responses. And the royal family does not sound like a great place for someone with trauma. And I would just say for Princess Di specifically, should have never married into the royal family. I don't think that was a healthy place for someone with trauma. Meghan Markle, though, seemed a much healthier individual. And they still shoot her up and spit her out. And so even if Princess Di had been extremely healthy marrying into that family, it still would not, it does not seem it would have ended well. And so I feel sorry for Princess Di and what she went through. And I hope that Meghan and Harry are able to find more healing and more safety than she did. And I think them getting away from a very fucked up family was probably one of the best decisions they ever made. So good luck to you, Meghan and Harry. Join us for the next episode, Trauma and Michael Jackson's Victims. What happens in trauma is you continue in those reactions after the threat has been removed, and that's the trauma response.